this week's episode is brought to you by Mechanics. Mechanics, they make card games go, and they make sure your card doesn't die on the side of the road. Mechanics, oh thank god it's only $50 to change a tire. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night, the only podcast I know of where one of the hosts barfed in the last 48 hours. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm root beer. <laughs> no, no, no snappy response. I'm surprised. <laughs> the, We're okay, all awake. Yeah. A day and a half ago, I puked into a trash can because food poisoning. And my cat just watched me from across the room and was like so uncivilized. Yeah, your cat was judging you. How do you feel? <laughs> like human scum. So, uh, Matt, why don't you just take over? I don't feel like... All right, so in Bushiroad's... So Bushiroad in V-Era has done a quite... Has introduced a lot of new mechanics solely for the purpose of breaking card fight area, or at least that's the assumption. <laughs> uh, so they really... Sort of, like, so first we had a... First we had the gifts themselves, which card fight area needed a way to, you know, to figure out. And then immediately, right after they figure that out, they're like, oh, here are these equip gauge things with Tachikaze. <laughs> like, <laughs> figure this shit out and then the next set was kind of like tame like there was nothing really they needed to figure out but with the ultra rare booster the new thing to break cfa is tokens what are tokens so tokens in other card games are kind of like non-card units so they're units that count as a unit on your field but they're not a card like they're not a card in your deck so like cards will make tokens like in you go you had a card like dandelion which yeah. made little, uh, like, what, plant tokens? Fluff tokens. Yeah. They were a Fluff tokens, right. Yeah. And, you know, Dandelion now a banned card in Yu-Gi-Oh! But here, uh, that's kind of beside the point. But the idea is, is that you'll have a card and make more cards that are that are weak or, you know, just serve the purpose of just being there. And so in Vanguard, now we have plant tokens, which are grade zero units with the boost ability and 5k power. <clears throat> and so cards will make plant tokens just on rearguard circles. So this is exclusively in the Neonectar clan, right? Right. For it now. Is, as far as we know, exclusive to Neonectar. Mm-hmm. And if we look at Neonectar in the past, we, we know the new support is Musketeer-based, right? Yeah. So Musketeers in the past have retired units to look for Musketeers. So in the sense of plant tokens, we can think of retiring the tokens to turn them into real Musketeer units. Oh. Which is already a cool application of how plants could operate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the... the... They revealed the first few uh, Neonectar cards, and the first one was Pansy Musketeer Sylvia, who, grade 2, 10k, when you ride or call her, get a plant token. For mm-hmm. free. Um, free pl- and then we also have the other card, which just if you have two or more grade zeros, counterblast one, draw a card, and all units in the same column get 5k power. Yep. Good. So, like, that's kind of piggybacking off of Sylvia, where... You call your plant token, it's a grade zero, and then you have a card that benefits from having grade zeros. What's just cool about the plant token is, like, you can ride Sylvia, get a plant on, like, a side column, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you if you call this other card, this, you know, this mm-hmm. other grade two, or, you know, maybe you have another grade zero, you know, or maybe you don't even, maybe you call another Sylvia, right? Yeah. So yeah. you ride Sylvia, call Sylvia, you have two plant tokens in the same column, maybe, you have a 10, 10, 10. You also mm-hmm. have, you also have things like Corolla Dragon, which uh, grade uh, grade one eight K. When your other rear guard is placed due to your card's ability, 
Corolla Dragon gets 3k until end of turn. Mm-hmm. So when you call more tokens, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yep. So, cool. Um, this is all pretty neat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I just think it's, like, really neat. Like, this is a mechanic that I, I think people have, like, t- joked about in the past and being like, oh, what if there's, like, tokens in Vanguard? And, and uh, now we have that. We are. <laughs> also, also, just a few more rules that they had for the QA because they have to have a QA every time they make a new gimmick, so... Completely understandable, yeah. yeah. You don't need to tell your opponent that your deck has tokens. There's no designated space for tokens, but they should be separate from the G-Zone or your main field, obviously. They can be put in the same place as their gift markers. Plant tokens have to be different sleeves in your main deck, but they can be same sleeve as your gift. You can only use the official tokens, not substitutes. If it leaves the rear guard circle, it goes back to wherever you were putting it, like protect markers. So if it's retired, you ride over it, assuming you can somehow get it on your vanguard, etc. They do not count as neo-nectar units, so if you have anything with lord or that requires neo-nectar for some reason, then that doesn't count. I think that's kind of bizarre that the plant tokens don't count as neo-nectar, but I guess this future-proofs it if something wants to make plant tokens elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Or if something else makes other kinds of tokens, so you yeah. can just use the token card without having... Oh, yeah, and they're treated as units. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, that is some important to mention, because they could not be treated as units for whatever reason. Uh, right. I don't know, open circles, that kind of thing? Right, I think you have to, everything in this game is units. You have to treat as units. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's no... Precedent for a non-unit card in this game? Uh, yep. Lock cards. Uh, sure. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I mean, they could just decide tokens are not units. They could. Well, but then, they then, what, then their boost doesn't make sense because boost is an ability on a unit. Yeah, yeah that's true. Well, now, so, now, like, now we're just spinning ourselves around in yeah. circles. Yeah. Right, right. So it has to be a unit in order to make sense. Anywho, mm-hmm. so so basically, like, I think this is like pretty exciting. I think like. It, I'm glad that Bushiro is kind of branching out because, like, so originally ha, the way they designed... do what Neo Nectar branching out puns. Branching... So originally, the way they designed Vanguard was they wanted the deck, the game to be playable with only the deck you brought, mm-hmm. which is why damage comes from the deck, which is why you don't, roll, you know, you're not flipping coins, you're not doing any of that garbage. Yeah. So that's why a lot of the randomness is based on the top of the deck as well. Is because they want it to be playable, like, playable without any outside things. So, with Neo Nectar now, or with gifts, they kind of threw that out the window, saying, "Okay, you also need little gift markers." Well, they threw it so out the what? window with the G Zone anyway. So sure, yeah. But so I mean, I, th- I guess that was p- part of it, right? It's like, oh, well, I guess we already did that already, so we can just go further. And so now we have gift markers, and they were like, "Well, we might as well have like tokens too." Now's like a good time. Yeah, makes so, sense. I, I do like. I hope they keep with the classic new nectar or the musketeer style of retiring units, so that you can kind of like yeah. turn these plants into real units. I think that would be that, pretty cool. That would make sense for why they would exist, especially when you consider it's not an Excel clan, so they wouldn't have space for the plant tokens. Right. See that he'd be looking to retire them. Yeah, but but it is nice being able to go. All right, call a plant token. It's fifteen k. No effort. Right? Yeah. Like, that's, like, the worst-case scenario. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it's it's just something you can do with a plant token. 
Um, also, if you're wondering how many of the uh, plant tokens you need, the answer is five. Yeah. You'll never have more than five. That is true. At least you better not. Yeah. Then that's a whole nother uh, ball game and a whole nother can of worms. Right? <laughs> um, oh, man. So, regarding, uh, like, just within the scope of Musketeer, one, I guess criticism of uh, Neonectar in general was that it was either too similar to Gold Paladin in that Musketeers would kill, check top, whatever, call something, or it was too similar to just, like, Murakumo and Royal Paladin at the same time. Like, th- th- there's, a, there's a running joke in the Vanguard community that everything is just some kind of Paladin. Like, Grand Blue's Drop Zone Paladins, and Neonectar is same-name Paladins, and all that kind of stuff. But... I think with this, this allows them to differentiate from uh, Murakumo, which it often gets compared to, and also just Gold Paladin in, in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then th- that was also what Tachikaze did with the Equip Gauge, where it differentiated itself from Shadow Paladin. Right. In that way. So, do you think this is good in terms of, like, Neonectar's popularity, because it tended to be a very underplayed clan for a long time? It definitely makes Neonectar much more enticing. Like, since now you're doing something like wildly different. Mm-hmm. And this is also going to make the clan incredibly difficult to judge going forward. Incredibly Because, different. like, mm. you, could ha- you could theoretically create cards that retire specifically plant tokens. Yeah. In which case you would want a good balance of plant tokens and other cards. What I hope they do is that they just have cards that retire units, any unit. And cards that make plant tokens. Yeah. So the obvious incentive is to make plants and retire them, but you're not restricted on the cards that retire. But I am concerned that Bushi Road will make cards that specifically retire plants. That is one concern that I have going forward. I get the feeling they're going to have like better effects attached to specifically token retire versus, you know, maybe you like, would have to. You would yeah. have to in order to justify it. So maybe, like, for example, maybe it's something like, all right, you retire a unit, check top four, call something, or call two, something like that, versus retire a plant token, search your deck for something, and call it. So you get the added benefit of looking through the whole deck instead of having to just have a smaller sample size. I like how I'm doing this with hand motions that no one will ever see. That's right. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, but uh, I think it's, I, I just really like I just I, I just I'm glad they're just doing something something interesting something different. Yep, and also the plant token is so adorable. <laughs> we'll put the, the put it up on our Twitter. It also has no shield, so even if it could magically find its way in the guard circle, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So w- with this tree sage that we have, this also means that they have an advantage engine. <sighs> Which is uh, cool. what? Sorry. The the tree sage, the one placed if you have two or more grade zero counterblast draw a card. Mm-hmm. So they have like an outright way to gain cards that aren't just on the field, which yep. is something that is a bit of a problem in standard for a lot of clans. Where particularly force clans. Yes, that is a thing that is a problem. Like Royal Paladin has that, but they have no counter charge, so they're just like in a weird weird spot, and then uh, what do you got otherwise? 
Or, like, you have cards that work, like, exactly at one time and, like, never work again. Yeah. Like, Grand Blue doesn't plus very much, like, other than two field. But, like, plusing to, ha- plusing to hand is, like, really big. And that's why I think makes OTT so strong is, like, they're about getting cards to hand and, you know, filtering trigger- to triggers. Yeah, because, again... Which is what you need to do. Gar- guarding matters, again. Right. And New Nectar kind of has a similar thing going for it where they're kind of... Repla- but it's, like, replacing the board... But they are filtering to triggers, and, and if they if they continue with the same kind of thing, yeah. The cards cards in hand matter a lot, mm-hmm. so because you have the option to guard with them or call them to field, where cards called to field, you're kind of forced one way. Yeah. But with new nectar, like you're still like kind of calling cards to field, but you are doing the trigger thinning, which is something very unlike something like di or grand blue, where you're just kind of milling cards or soul charging cards like randomly. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think Neonector has that going for it if they if they continue along the same path. Yeah. So, do you think all of this differentiation? That's not a word. Differentiating. It is. It is all okay. this variety. Yeah, all this variety among clans will make uh, like a more diverse meta because of you know clans now being more tangibly different from each other. I before. think. It has the option to, but it's not guaranteed to, because yeah. if you still have clans that are, like, way above what other clans are doing, even with these gimmicks, the gimmicks just don't matter. Mm-hmm. But so you have the to make gimmicks are nice like, for, like, clan variety, though, because there are, cur- there are, like, 24 clans right now, and at least a few of them exist as, like, replacement copies of older clans. Right. I think even in standard, you have that problem, like we mentioned several weeks ago. Where you have, like, Royals, which are, like, a worse version of Spikes. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's kind of, like, weird to... Because Royals doesn't have any differentiating factor. And so if you want... If you want to avoid clans just being strictly better than other clans, like, if you want to create matchups, then you need to... Uh... How do I say? Uh, you need to differentiate the clans in, like, a big way. Diversify? Yeah, differentiate. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, like, plant tokens is a good way to differentiate New Nectar from Royal Paladin, for instance. Or Gold Paladin. Yeah, or Gold um, Paladin, or which, whatever Paladin. Which is especially important because bo- both Gold and uh, Neo Nectar come in the same set together. Yeah. So they really have to, like, all right, this needs to move apart from each other because mm-hmm. otherwise it's, like... Do you want the green ones or the gold ones? They do basically the same shit. <laughs> yeah, but then gold paladins have the benefit of Excel Circle, so they can call a bigger field. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering how Neonectar is going to make use of uh, the Force Circles, and I will... You know, we're recording this episode in advance, so I'm sure by the time you hear this, you're like, duh, idiot, it's because of the new Maiden of Trailing Rose Force Circles, oh, something. I don't know what what they're gonna do, but um, it it's definitely something that I'm keeping an eye on. And do you know uh, who the new Nectar VR is? Uh, no, we, I'm guessing some kind of uh, what's it called? Hmm? It's uh, it what was your question, Matt? Uh, what, uh, right do you know the Musketeer VR? Cecilia. Yeah. Cecilia. Yeah. VR? Cecilia. Okay, good. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. But I wasn't sure why I thought it was that. I was just kind of assuming it was that the whole time. <laughs> that makes sense. It's uh, it's Ezel, Cecilia, and um, 
The Tonics. Oh, no, no, that's, that's the Tonics is the next set. Yeah, sorry. Uh, who's the other clone in here? Angel Feather. Angel Feather. Yeah. Was it Metatron? Uh, no, it's a Celestial. It's the Break Ride for Celestial from Romeo? before. What? Romeo? Zeracule, I think. Zeracule? Uh, that's not the Break Ride. Yeah. Solidify Celestial Zeracule. That's the view. Zeracule's not the Break Ride. Oh, I thought it was. No. Oh. There's another Limit Break thing. Oh, okay. Well, the one if you had. Um, a face-up and damage, your field got something. Maybe. I, I, got some, I don't remember what it did. I hope that uh, Boucherode makes a point not to do the you need multiple copies of X thing in damage zone to do stuff. Yeah, that'd be real bad. Um, we only know Millie and Ray, which is basically the old Millie and Ray with more power and gain well, shield. it doesn't work on Vanguard Circle, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, lower, that's true. Lower floor, lower ceiling. Take with that what you will, but... Um, so that being said, we don't know what they're going to do with the remaining clans, but why don't, why don't we play a little, little game of, uh, make shit up off top of our heads. That's not a game. Uh, well, I want to make a comment about something that I forgot to talk about. Oh yeah. Go for I'm it. got a, a, something close to yellow bolt, right? Like a rest is unit soul charge one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't work on Vanguard circle for pale moon oh. in uh, AL4. They got a common that's like Restless Unit Soul Charge 1, but yeah. it's only on Vanguard Circle. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> Yellow Bolt worked on Vanguard Circle, so you could ride him and rest him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, why does this card not work on Vanguard Circle? So there's a, a new card that's strictly worse than an old card. It's kind of amazing. I mean, I'm just kidding. It's 8k base, uh, opposed to 7k, but you know what I mean. 8k base, 10k shield, that's the only, like, plus. Yeah, like, the, the, those are the only differences, which are, like, across-the-board differences. Yeah. But, like, the effect is worse. Yeah. So also, Bushman has somehow decided that Yellow Bolt is too good? <laughs> okay, interesting. That I didn't even think about that. I was just like, abs- this is like absolutely bizarre. Yeah. yeah. So that being said, for you know, Nar- Narukami has been revealed to be an Excel clan. It's getting a trial deck, and we know some of the main grade threes, that being Detonics Stinger, or Drill. I can't mm-hmm. remember which Detonics. And, um, and Great Composure Dragon... But Narukami being a, an Excel clan seemed kind of off the cuff. And I think here is another example of Bushiroad going to kind of diversify Narukami so as to avoid comparisons with Kagura. What kind of shit do you want to see, my friends? So I think it's definitely going to retire stuff. Probably? So, like, I think... If I had to guess, I would guess that they're going to be a retire-based clan, based on having more, uh, primarily based on having more regards than your opponent. Maybe, which is why Excel would make sense. Yeah, like giving them Excel, I can only imagine they might keep their tendency to power up the front row like they did in G era. Right. Like, I, it might not be explicitly retiring. It could be attacking multiple units like Narukami's has always done. But yeah, I imagine something similar to you, where like if you have more rear guards than your opponent, or like that combined with retire or multi attacking in some way, and then mm-hmm. probably something that like when you retire or every time you hit a, your vanguard hits a unit, your front row will gain power or something. I don't, I don't know if they're gonna like get the brawler aspect in there, but the reason I think that is because when you have like so I'm kind mm-hmm. of connecting like old Narukami style with. Um, 
like Excel. Mm-hmm. And basically the way that you would play like Eradicators, for instance, is you would retire stuff, keep attacking your opponent's vanguard. Yeah. So I think it'll work a lot the same way where you'll retire your opponent's front row stuff and keep attacking your opponent's vanguard. And if you know your opponent has like two back row and you have three front row, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to have more regards than them. And so you're going to get your bonuses without mm-hmm. like committing back row. So I think like this is going to be a clan where your back row is not going to be very heavily committed at all. Yeah, but what about Promise Daughter? <laughs> this is uh, well, it's going to be targeted retire, so it's not going to matter. It what? It's going to be targeted retire, so nobody cares. Why? Why is it going to be targeted retire? No, I mean like she she can't die no matter what kind of retire it is. I yeah, yeah. Tar- no, but targeted retire means they can't four Promise Daughters on field. Wait, targeted retire means what? They can't fuck that. The OTT player can't fuck you because you get to choose what gets retired. Oh, yeah. Man. Well, no, it's not. It's not just that. It's just like you can. You don't choose it. How hard is that? Yeah. You can just attack it if you really care. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I think if they keep the brawler aspect in there, it's enough to like keep it differentiated. Yeah. Maybe. I. I, well, I think that's the thing is like they've never completely abandoned older aspects of these reinvented clans, so. We'll have to see if they have the... But that's the thing. They gave it to Shadow Paladin, the non-target retires. Yeah. So, like... Like, I don't know. Maybe they will keep... Like, I think they will keep the brawler aspect just because, like, they've kept older aspects of these clans before, and then, like, we already have Shadow Paladin for letting your opponent choose what to retire, so I feel like in order to keep things differentiated we can just keep the uh attack multiple units thing yeah i i still believe that it will be based on um more rear guards in some fashion like more front Mm -hmm. row or whatever and it's possible that they will get bonuses for your opponent having no front row or no uh or like having less front row units than you Mm-hmm. I think Excel Circle fits that in that you can always get more front row than your opponent if your opponent is not Excel. Yeah. Makes sense. I do think there is a lot of potential for uh, Narutami to do well as an Excel clan, especially if they have things that net you advantage for having more rear guards or front row mm-hmm. than the opponent. Oh. Like, just having, like, okay, when this hits the board, if you have more rear guards than the opponent draw a card. Like, that would be. Very nice. Um, uh, just broken. an Excel clan that gains actual advantage. Yeah, and isn't named Tachikaze because they already do that. But it, uh, I don't know. The, the, this has really captured my imagination. The plant token thing, what Narukami's going to do. Angel Feather is probably going to do what we, it always did. So fine, I don't care. Mm-hmm. But, I think I think actually that the hand swapping to damage is going to be fairly limited in Neo Nectar yeah, or in Angel because of because of how protectives interact with that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's possible that we'll see almost none of the hand swapping with damage. Maybe I'm also so. What are they going to do then? It's possible if they either take cards from damage and uh, put it on top of the deck, they could switch from uh, Mm -hmm. field to damage. Yeah. Or, like, take cards out of the damage zone and then put them in from the deck Mm -hmm. instead of swapping it with your hand. Oh, which is like a plus one, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But that means you you can't... 
put protect in. So I do think there will be one card that does it, but yeah. I think it'll just be one. And I think it will be uh, a heavy cost. Yeah. Or they could always just preempt this by specifying that you can't use the protect gift. Maybe. Ooh. They would probably have to say like, or say like, put a normal unit from your hand and. Mm-hmm. Well, that also means yeah. like triggers. Put a non-gift card from your hand into your damage zone. It's not like a bad that. Idea. Like if they do keep the switching hand to damage, like I think they would. They should put the non-gift clause just to prevent protect abuse. I feel like at that point you should have just not made you know, uh, Angel Feather uh, protect. Probably. I think it's just really lazy. Mm-hmm. What, to make them... Pro- I mean, a few like, months... To still, like, say, like, put a normal unit from your hand into damage or something oh, like yeah. that. I think it's lazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say making them protect at all was lazy. I'm like, weren't we the ones that yeah, said that, like, it would fine, make the most sense? To, like, I mean, reconcile with that with that fact. I mean, there are people who speculate that they change Link Joker from Protect into Force because they realize, like, being Protect would mean they'd have to give it some sort of offensive power, and they didn't want to do that with Link Joker. Yeah, and yes, I think I think I think Angel Feather being Protect makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. It's just like they have to deal with uh, that interaction. Yeah. See, yeah. All the Protect clans make sense in hindsight. Like, maybe not DI and maybe not Nubatama, but Grand Blue makes sense, Angel Feather makes sense, Magna Colony, okay, I'll give you Magna Colony, but OTT makes sense. All three, like, a good chunk of them belong there. Mm-hmm. I mean, in hindsight, like, given what DI is trying to accomplish, it kind of, it makes sense. The idea is to let use protect to uh, buy time while you build up to your finisher. Yeah, and then uh, apparently in testing, it's been slow as molasses in standard. Which, yeah, I guess, but like it's inconsistent. Like you have to draw pretty well to get thirteen by turn three. Seems to be mm. a pattern with a lot of protect clans. I've noticed, not named Oracle Think Tank, because. With Megacolony, I mean, even OTT needs a couple turns to get where it needs it wants to be. Yeah. It's just that it's really consistent about lasting that long. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> giant tangents also, aside. Yeah. And also, like, so far, the most of the Protect clans can't abuse the Protect gift in any tan- in any meaningful way. Like OTT, you can occasionally cheese a discard cost, but. You know, that's just kind of whatever. And then in DI, putting your protective into soul does absolutely nothing for you. Yeah, and then with Grand Blue, it, like, what, sets up your drop zone? It's another way to do it? Well, it's not really well, cheesing pr- anything. Protectives just... can't exist in the drop zone, can they? No, they can't. No, I was talking about, like, you, like things you want in the drop zone you can use for the discard cost. Yeah. That's... No, but I mean, like, abusing the protect gift itself to, like, no, you can't. stuff up your drop zone or your soul. Like, Angel Feather is the only one that could get a benefit from it, hypothetically. Yeah. It's not really, like... I think if any clan is gonna do something wacky with it, Angel Feather feels yeah. right to do that. Um, also, I should say that um, this possibly... Like, Angel Feather getting Protect Kiss possibly makes no skill guys, like, kind of insane. Yeah, that's something I'm afraid yeah. of. <laughs> Like, 
you get to the point where you ride a protect gift, or you don't. It won't even be like no seal guys, right? It'll be like whatever new, um, like, you know, Zerakiel Zara- with no seal grade mm-hmm. one yeah. guys, and then you'll like ride the Zerakiel, get a protect gift, and then if you have a grade one no seal, you can immediately heal a damage. Yep. Yeah, Angel Feather in premium is going to be some wacky shit. Yeah, a lot, a it's lot of things are going to be wacky shit. Um, so I, I wanted to take a look at another uh, clam that we don't really quite know what it's going to do yet, and there's a lot of things it can do, and uh, Gear Chronicle. So a lot of people are saying that this whole like pseudo-stride thing, where you get the grade 4 from deck, and then it goes away. It's exactly what we thought Gear Chronicle would do, though. Yes, mm-hmm. But do you think that this is going to extend to the rest of the game, or do you think they're going to keep it isolated to Gear Chronicle? I hope it's just isolated, because yeah, uh, I've been grateful for your deck is not even good. Me too. Mm-hmm. Ratios like, are already kind of wacky it, enough. As it's your grade 3 ride, yeah. it's really awkward. Yeah. And then, like, the possible... Because right now they don't have to give grade 4's gifts necessarily, right? Mm-hmm. Like... Oh, the humanity. Yeah, we just expect it, them to have one. Mm-hmm. Because, like, uh, if Gear Chronicle, like, pseudo-strides, that would just give him two gifts a turn, which would be kind of ridiculous. So, like, isolated to Gear Chronicle, theoretically, they don't have to give Grade 4s gifts. But, like, if they do it for every... If they do it for, like, Royals or Kagero, because we're getting Exculpate and Novell, then, like, they might have to set a precedent for... They'd have to set some kind of precedent, like, game-wide for how Grade 4s and gifts would work. That's what like, scares me. Like I'm hoping they will just downgrade Exculpate and Novell to grade threes and not make them grade fours. That would break the game kind of early. And Again, then, so grade fours in the deck are really inconsistent yeah. without a way to guarantee your grade three. Yeah. I mean, just from a conceptual standpoint, it'll break the game. Not really from actual gameplay. Yeah, like the reason Novell was so strong when that uh, booster came out was because of Conroe guaranteeing your grade three ride if you had a if you had a Nobel in hand. Yeah, yeah. And like the thing with grade fours is that they were doing so well with balancing so far. Like the mm-hmm. v, they've been really good about balancing, maybe with the exception of OTT. But we've Did seen like. Nelson? We've seen, like, a healthy mix of different plans in the top. Maybe Again, maybe not OTT. Well, I think that data is skewed due to a lot of the events being teams. Mm-hmm. So, but if but, you notice one thing, it's that OTT is on every team. Yes. Yeah. And also, in a lot of, like, local tops and stuff like that, OTT is still up there a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, we just had a tournament uh, in, what, New Jersey last weekend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four of the top eight were OTT. And I think there was like one Aqua Force, right? No, there was two spikes, a Royals oh. and a Cairo. Oh, uh, all right. I mean, I still count that as a healthy mix. We have a definite Apex Predator, but everything else is for the most part up for grabs. You know, like Royal Paladin is like to a lot of people near the bottom. And what did you say, two of them? One of them. Two spikes. Two two, two better Royal Paladins. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Spikes are good. Spikes are good this time around. And And then uh, Kagro is quite good as well. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. but the fact that Kagro, which is is considered to be like the second best deck, 
yeah. uh, only had one in top eight versus OTT, which had four, is pretty Yeah. Insane. Honestly, we might have to switch that ranking and put spikes there at this point. Uh, no, like, they... pretty close, definitely, but like... I'm just saying what people consider the second best deck, mm-hmm. so... Like I said... So I was trying to skip that. Like, personally, I would put spikes there at this point. Like, I feel like they've shown enough data to... Like I said, definite Apex but Predator, but, like, we have... Yeah, I believe, minus OTT, the decks are, like, pretty reasonably close, or at mm-hmm. least, like, a lot of decks are reasonably close, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I, All of the Cell Clans are, like, pretty bad. Yeah. And Mega Pony's really bad. <laughs> but... So, that being, I think most things are more playable, at least. Yeah. That being said, like, that means that there is a discernible problem that we can solve. It's not like, a, oh, like, G-Era kind of fucked everything mm-hmm. up, or, like, G-Guards fucked everything up uh, across the The problem is game. just, like, consistency at this point. OTT is just really consistently able to do what it does. Yeah. I think it's go- it's not going to stop until they hit OTT with something. Now what would and I you don't do? know what. Um, no idea. Like, yeah. ideally... See, that's the thing. Like, I can't think of a way to, like, nerf OTT. Yeah, because, like, easily. No, no one thing that it does is broken. It's like it's Kagero just, it's around of all its parts. 11 Kinda, like, yeah. I think when they give OTT a TD, mm-hmm. I think they're going to have to try and hit OTT then. That makes sense. Probably. So, like, and I think, and this is going to be real scary for people. They might have to hit Imperial Daughter. I think Imperial Daughter just does too much stuff. You get two, uh, you know, one one card in your hand, one card either on top or in soul, mm-hmm. which then helps set up the deer faster. And then you also, the more you ride her, like it's fifteen k in a crit, so that's like a card and a half mm-hmm. of. It, you know, so that's a card and a half pressure on the opponent, a card in your hand, and you know half a card. If we're going by our old metric of soul, is half a card. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's three cards. Yeah, and like they don't have to straight ban it; they could like put it to one, right? Oh, four if you count the protective. So that's yeah. But that card just does too much. It is does, a problem. It does a lot. I think. It, what if you like hit it to two? Would that be Better and... I don't. I, I I honestly don't know, but I'm right. saying like I think if you're going to hit OTT, it has to start there. Yeah. But I think they're hesitant to do that because of how few support the clans got. Yeah. Until they OTT gets additional support. So yeah, yeah, because everyone's been like, oh shit, they're getting a TD and more support, and they're already as good as they are. What if this is like Bouchard's excuse to be like, okay, we can have a bigger card pool, and then, you know, nerf this thing so it's not as painful for the OTT player base. Mm-hmm. Card mechanics! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I think still there's still plenty of things like I would like to see. Like, we mentioned in a previous podcast how we'd like to see, like, effects on guard. Yeah. And, they gave, and so there was two parts to that. One was like we did, we'd like to see cards have more guard, which they did. Grade ones mm-hmm. have ten k shield triggers, have fifteen k heals, have twenty k. Um, and then the grade, you know, so they increased the guard, but and they put some cards that you know they have ability on guard, like but nothing interesting that they didn't have before. 
You have like it's all like gaining shield or like soul charging. Yeah, it, it's I think either it's that like, or like all the protect clans did the 15k grade one, which mm-hmm. has so far mm-hmm. been used in OTT Gize and literally nothing else. It, I'm just, I just think it would be nice if like even even clans that like maybe lack counter charge, if they put a card that's like when this is retired from guard soul Coil, like counter like soul blast one counter charge one. Yeah. This nice. is now gives you like a choice on a card which you didn't have before, where like, you can like is it worth it to call it like as a unit or do I want the counter charge from it? Mm-hmm. But like it's also still giving guard, so it's not like completely useless. I think the best place to implement this would be Royal Paladin, because oh. you have this competing yeah. thing with Soul Saver Dragon where it takes away from the dunk, but at the same time you ha like you use so much counter blast that like maybe it's worth it. Yeah, I just I don't I don't know the answer to that question, but I'm just saying like that's that's just a, something I would like to see. I want to see it too. <laughs> <laughs> Believe yeah. it. What, what do you, what what other things would you guys like to see? Hmm. Um, I want to see more Excel clans have at least a little bit of an advantage engine. Yeah, uh, like. If they gave Aqua Force one more thing to give them a draw, I think they would be okay. Because right now you have the gal that after she boosts and hits, you put her in soul draw. Like, t- too many too many fences. Just having the, like, alright, third battle or more after she boosts in draw would be nice. Um, mm-hmm. Either that or you know, something to that effect. Uh, I, you know, Tachikaze's fine. Leave that alone. Um... Like I said with Narakami, I think if they just had the like advantage based off of more rear guards than the opponent, so you get like mm-hmm. a pseudo blaze going on, that would be cool. Um, I don't really know what else I want to see until I see it because like I didn't even think about the token thing, and I'm very pleasantly surprised. Uh, nor was I thinking about the equip gauge thing or anything else. Like so far, th- this whole V series has just been one pleasant surprise after yeah. another. Sands the deer. It, it also like drums up a lot of support. Like, what? I don't, I don't know. Like, or like people like get excited when they show these new mechanics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I definitely hope they keep doing it. Captures the like, imagination. Yeah, right. Like, I think the clans to look out for in terms of new mechanics will probably be like Narukami, probably Genesis because they've never really had a thing aside from yeah. soul and soul blasting. Mm-hmm. So this uh, and that annoying kid is going to play Nubatama. Oh uh, yeah, and uh, the, I can't imagine Nubatama will have its d- old discard stuff or dominate. Who knows what it'll have? I, yeah. I could see it having the discard stuff if because it's a. See, that's the thing. If I were to think of a revamp, uh, what Nubatama, I would think of something that was like Zanbaku. Maybe, like the the thing with the discard stuff. I think that would work if you tied it to the protect. Mm-hmm. If you tied it, it would to have the soul blaster grade, three it would have to be it. something like the deer, where you soul blast a ridiculous number of grade three, so you would have to like. Force the game to go long with protect. That's exactly what I'm talking about. This would yeah. be the so perfect time to do that. Point with this um, academy booster. What about Royal Paladin? Can have support two sets in a row. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a little 
distress. We're not Royals. Golds. Oh, no. No, it's no Royals. Royals. It's Royals. Oh. Yeah. Um, I mean, granted, Royals oh, have been very... Golds in Ultra Rare. And Royals in the Academy Booster? Well, oh, no, no, no. Gold, sorry, Royals is Aichi. What am I talking about? Yeah. yeah. I, sorry, no, I, in both. We're there's getting gold, gold support in the booster, too. Yeah, there's gold in both. All right. Yeah. So we're getting gold support twice in, the, twice in a short period of time. Oh, my God. Why? I don't Why know. do they do this? I'm not sure, but... Uh, we'll have to see, I guess. Yeah. That's insane. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> um, I don't know. And th- this is just something to keep an eye out for because uh, we'll be here every step of the way. And yep. every si- and all three of us are going to be like, what the fuck, at certain points. So mm-hmm. enjoy Same. that. Um, let's see. You guys have anything else you want to add? Nothing. Nothing off the top of my head. Being the VR for Great Nature. What about VR? I want Bermuda Triangle to be really broken when it comes out. It's going to be Are really ready broken. Are you for Great to get a really weird gimmick? I I am cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Um, They're going to have, like, Soul Guard or some equivalent from Buddy Fight. Just kidding. That could be a thing. I mean, like, them being forced works so well with the bouncing from hand to field. Yeah, it does. Like I just want them to be a fun combo deck because that's what I like. All right. Well, uh, if, if we're all done waxing poetic about the future, uh, I have a little bit of a mini game of stump for you. Um, okay. So I'm gonna. Ha- it's gonna be out of my binder, so these all aren't from the same pack. Just fair warning. Rude. Yeah. I I can get five random cards from the same pack. I mean. I I can try that too. Here, let's. I mean, no, let's pick fucking cards. Fine, yeah. fine. All right. So first one is Amon's Red Eye Fornius. Okay, so this is a Stride. Uh, I believe it is Counter Blast One. Eat one of your rear guards. You, if you have an Amon Heart, you. Or no, no, no. Wait. I think it's just count plus one, put, eat a rear guard, your stuff. opponent retires two of their rear guards, and mm-hmm. then if you have an Amon Heart and 20 cards in your soul, you, it gains like a crit and some ridiculous power. You pretty much got it. So it's uh, counter blast, eat a rear guard, your opponent chooses one of his or her rear guards, retires it, and it gets plus 5k for every five cards in your soul. Yeah. And then and if, then you, if have you have 20 have... or more, you choose two of your opponent's rear guards, retire them, and then if you mm-hmm. have an Amon Heart, it's a crit. Yep. Yeah. You just like, I knew, the I knew the gist of it. It just not the specific order. Yeah. yeah you uh, people played people played it in non Amon decks simply because it said retire a bunch of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also eat um, what's her name with it. Uh, Enigmatic. Enigmatic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pulsar Drastic Colossus. I'm not even going to try. It's some gear unit, and I have no idea what it does. Yes, I'm it not is. going to acknowledge that these it's colossus idea, still exist. It is, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, right. nobody knows what fucking idea drones do. Yeah, so uh, 11k grade 3, choose a card from your hand and discard it. When this unit is placed on van, you may pay the cost. If you do, reveal three cards from the top of your deck, choose two gear colossus or ZTB from among them, put one into your hand and bind the other, and put the rest in the drop zone. 
And then when your G unit strides, you may draw a card. If you do, choose a card from your hand, bind it face up. Choose one of your vanguards, and it gets plus 1,000 for each card in your bind zone. Jesus Christ, this thing's terrible. Mm-hmm. This was just for the Demiurge cheese deck. Oh, yeah, of course. All right. Uh, Dragon Knight Mubdi. Oh. Uh, so, I think it was, like, Blaze, Counterblast 1 that gains... 2,000 power for, like, all of your opponent's empty rearguard circles or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, GB2. You're missing one thing about it. It has Counterblast 1 draw card on it, right? There you go. Yeah. yeah so, Blaze, Counterblast 1. 1 draw card, gain 2k for each open rearguard circle your opponent has. Mm-hmm. Yep. Aru got it. Um, wait, do I have anything else from that set? Do you want the power and grade or anything, or are you just going to assume that's a grade 2 9k? <laughs> We're at a point in the game where they didn't make as many... Lower power cards. Yeah, yeah. The, it's the old sets that are the problem because they're like these random AKs. Yeah. I'm trying to see if I have anything else from that set. I can pull out like five random cards from GBT9. Uh, yeah, why not? Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Black Omen Fool. What? That's not a thing. <laughs> Nobody knows who this fucking card is. Uh, wait, hang on, if it's black, this is GBTO set, wait, you said nine, right? Yes. Okay, so we already have the set, black helmet, so this is Angel Feather. Yep. Okay. Um, what was it, uh, this was the, the, like... This is a fucking starter. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just don't know what the fuck it does, it's a problem. Me okay, either. rest this unit, choose one of your other units in the front row and it gets plus two, and then... Act GB1, put it into your soul, and give one of your units plus two. God, this card's fucking... Oh, yeah, every clan had fun of fucking these, and I wouldn't know. Yeah. Okay, so... That's all I knew. Yeah. The next one, you might know. Like, Blue Wave Marine General Lucianos. Oh, wait. I have the picture, but I don't have the name. Lucianos. Um... This is... This is a starter too, right? Nope. No. Mm-mm. It's a grade two. It's a grade yeah. two. Fuck me. I remember playing this too. Um, playing with but... and against this because I use this. Ah, okay. What oh, did you do? Do you have it? <laughs> I'm bad at life. What does it do? <laughs> okay, so. Act... Go ahead. Act once per turn, counterblast the blue wave. If you have a grade 3 or greater vanguard with blue wave in its name, it gets plus oh. 2k, and uh, red text, wave second time only, at the end of the battle attacks, vanguard stand it. Hey. Generic okay. Yeah. Okay, this one you guys should definitely get, or you're fired from Bruce Discord, Mayhem Tiger. Oh, fun. Okay, so 9k. Grade 9k, GB1, auto. Whenever a card is placed uh, into your opponent's guard circle, you can Soul Blast 1 and have your opponent choose a card in guard circle and they retire it. Also, charge. Uh, sorry, grade, a grade 3 or less. No, grade 2 or less. Or grade 2, whatever. Same thing. Okay. There are no grade 3 cards with shields, so it's the same thing. Yeah. High Trouble Angel. High Trouble Angel. <sighs> I have no idea. Me neither. Uh, there's a stand trigger that is also a Margul clone. Oh. Mm. Seems oddly pedestrian for this late in the game's history. 
Yep. And then Dudley Turbo Rappler. You know the text of this card? <laughs> it's a grade 311 k <laughs> And then... Oh my fucking god. <laughs> this is a grade 3, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, the... it's a Dudley piece of shit. It's a <laughs> Dudley Strider or something. But it's not Jessica. So it has a different effect than Jessica. So Jessica was when you strode it, when you strode into a Dudley, you could search for a Dudley and call it. Yeah. This piece of shit, he just gives power to people. But I don't remember how it's distributed. Me neither. Okay, so it has two skills. Auto Vanguard once per turn. When a unit with Dudley in his name is placed on rear during your turn's battle phase, this unit gains 5k. And then Mm -hmm. Auto Vanguard when your G unit strides. Choose one of your vanguards, it gets red text, auto, vanguard, soul blessed one. When your rear guard with Dudley and his card name attacks, you can pay cost. If you do, the attack unit gets 5k, and at the end of the battle, put it into your soul. Right. I, I, I just vaguely knew what it did, because I was like, man, this card sucks. <laughs> it's a shame. <laughs> it's worse than Jessica, somehow. Jessica was pretty solid for what she was. It was just... Jessica could be a 13k base. Yeah. It was, it was, just it was during the time where both the attack... It was 13k base in a time where multi-attack was really big, so... The deck was still bad. And Mm -hmm. Dudley was still bad. Take take that, internet. Your life sucks around the phone. There, I was able to replicate an actual booster pack with random cards. Good job. Even the trigger in the right place. (laughs) My, my, uh, My commons are sitting in a box in the corner of the attic where I live because I hope one day that I can finally find a goddamn apartment and move out. But I have so many random commons of GBT EO9, I could do this several more times if I wanted to. <laughs> I could do this all day. Uh, that's funny. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah. Uh, find us on Twitter, at Nexus at Night. Find me at Atlas Novak. Find me at Wiggums, two Gs, two Vs. Find me at Plasma Eclipse. And, uh, yeah, if, if you have any ideas for, like, game mechanics you want to see, tweet them at us. Or uh, if you want to just yell at us, we'll we'll clap back, because that's how life works. You can Don't... tell me my ideas are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> see? Mm-hmm. We'll make fun of you, but y- you are certainly welcome to do it. Until well, next time, I was Atlas. I'm still Matt. And I'm still Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody. <laughs>